Hi everyone, welcome to One Degree Higher, the podcast about PhD life and career advice. Today, I'm pleased to welcome Professor Andreas Kaiser, Director of Research at Junior Engineering School. Hi Andreas. Hi Kevin. Um, thank you for accepting our invitation. My first question, which is the same for every guest, is what led you to do a PhD in the first place? Well, I must admit, uh, I have always been very much interested in technology and, uh, um, of course, engineering. And uh, basically, uh, when, uh, when I went to one of the first presentations of uh, the studies at the time in a, a German university, uh, one of the professors talked about the research work they were doing at the time about uh, simulating electronic circuits in some way. It, I, I, I got really interested in <laughs> in this in this point, and uh, well, later on I didn't really work on 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 the particular aspect. Of course, the professor had been talking about, but at some point uh, there, it 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 uh, it uh, triggered some really interest in doing research. Uh, And uh, this was kind of an obje objective, uh, which uh, uh, finally came true. Okay. And so um, after completing your PhD, so correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, <laughs> I did a little bit of research, but uh, you've, you've worked at uh, IEM and Lab in the integrated circuit design teams. And years later, you were leading uh, this team. Um, Can you recap in a few minutes uh, the work you've done there? Well, basically, I, I, I had a very particular way of, of starting my research because uh, the, uh, the already in the years of the PhD, I was working actually of, on, on projects with companies. And that was uh, maybe a very particular point, And I continue to do this uh, after my PhD. The, at the time, the uh, laboratory IEMN was founded, and so there was opportunities actually to get a permanent position uh, with the CNRS, and this was a great uh, uh, help because uh, it allowed to, to continue uh, work so, um, in, the, in the research area under very good conditions. And uh, well, my, my area of interest was low-power analog circuits in CMOS, which is, uh, uh <laughs> was a relatively new uh, topic at the time. And uh, um, well, we developed uh, low-noise amplifiers, filters, uh, data converters, and things like that. So um, for about uh, 10 years or something like this. Yeah. Okay. And so, as you said, um, you created and participated in common labs between industry and um, academic research. And so my question is, according to you, what role has to play the industry in academic uh, research? Well, I guess it depends really on the, on the research topic, particularly in our research area, which uh, Uh, the idea is to work on advanced concepts that at some point could uh, uh, move to, to, to practical applications in industry. It's very interesting to get the feedback from the, from the companies, actually, what are the real problems. Huh? Mm -hmm. So you can improve uh, the concepts and, and bring new ideas, and it's not always related to a practical application, but... 
Also, the, the problems which uh, companies are facing uh, are, very, are a good input into the research work because sometimes they have problems and they can't solve them by themselves and uh, the research work is able to help them to, to find uh, solutions, either solving the problem or getting <laughs> around the problem in a, by taking, uh, taking a different approach, for instance. Okay. And do you think the way it works uh, right now um, kind of um, evolves a little bit um, uh, with time? The way companies and research is cooperating? Well, I must say at the time, uh, in at least in, in, in France, it was not as strongly established as it is uh, today. Huh? So um, in, in, the, in the more applied research areas, it's uh, practically uh, everywhere, research labs and, and researchers, in the, uh, in, and academic researchers are collaborating with, with, with companies. And uh, for instance, uh, in, in the early days of my research, the circuits were fabricated by other universities. Huh? And nowadays, all the circuits we are designing are fabricated by companies because it's just not possible anymore to fabricate these processes in a university lab. Huh? So this changed uh, quite much uh, the, the, the approach. And uh, research funding has also changed uh, uh, very much because today research is mainly funded on the basis of projects public funding uh, combined my sometimes with private funding and so in order to get uh, in applied research areas public funding cooperating with industry is a very positive point okay okay and so at a point um, during your career you took uh, administrative responsibilities in Isen engineering school and eventually became uh, its director in 2012 It should have been a complete change in your everyday work. Can you explain a bit more the reason behind this career path? Well, it, it was not something which I planned when I was uh, a child. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been very much involved into, of course, research and also teaching. And... Um, Progressively, I, I was at a relatively early stage. I became responsible of a department here. At, at the time, it was Isen, uh, uh, and uh, very quickly, actually, there were positions open with more responsibility. And um, when I was about 40 uh, years old, I was already uh, in in a responsibility position with respect to the teaching uh, teaching activities. So. Um, this is really a point which I feel is is uh, is very important. Not to wait to be close to retirement to <laughs> to take over responsibilities. It's not because you make a PhD that you will only stay in 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 research work for for the rest of the of your life. And uh, it's it's important to me to so that that young researchers take responsibilities probably without st stopping to do their research, of course. Mm -hmm. um, I have been uh, in, in charge of the, of the teaching contents for a few years. I've been in charge also of the Common Lab with SD Microelectronics. And so at some point, uh, I was uh, uh, 
have been proposed to 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 become the director of the school. So yeah, it was kind of a natural path to follow. Um, well, still, uh, well, director position is uh, quite different from some other responsibilities because it's uh, very different uh, in the sense that it's uh, you have. Obviously, global responsibilities, but you have. It's also a position where you have to to take care of problems every day, and so the way you organize your work is not the, the same anymore. Huh? Uh, when you're in research, you're managing projects. You have. You can see already know maybe what you want to do in two months or in four months yeah. or something <laughs> like this. Uh, in the director position, you don't know in the morning what you <laughs> have to do in the day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so since um, 2017, you are the scientific di director at Junia Engineering School. You are exposed to research works in many different domains and you are also defining the research strategy for the institution. Can you explain a bit more about your role in Junia now? Yeah, maybe just a word. So... Junior HEI and ISA schools merged in 2013 and uh, basically continued to live their life <laughs> over a few years. So starting in 2017, um, we have tried to merge really the strategic uh, development of the of Junior as a on a global on a global level, and so. Um, This was a little bit challenging because uh, Junior covers a large variety of research fields uh, like uh, in the agricultural area with, with biology aspects, uh, pharmaceutical chemistry, uh, chemi chemical aspects, uh, uh, building uh, technologies, uh, Uh, and so on and so on. So it's a very wide wide range. So that's quite interesting. And so I actually spent much time just to find out all the things we <laughs> we are doing. Huh? Uh, and so uh, yes, it's 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 quite interesting in the sense that we are also in a period where. Uh, many organizational changes are taking place in, in, on the national level, on the regional level, and so on. Um, and uh, it's a good, by uh, a good moment, huh, to develop the research activities at Junior. So it's a very interesting position. <laughs> okay, um, and uh, so you supervise and are still supervising and mentoring many PhD students. Um, do you have some advice for a su successful PhD? Well, uh, you have to be motivated <laughs> 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 to, 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 start, to start a PhD. So if, if you're not interested by research work, probably you have to do something else. Huh? Uh, My advice is uh, not to look only to your own subject, but continue doing your PhD to look a little bit aside on 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 what is other people people are doing. Uh, it's very important to have a real um, substantial contribution to something during your PhD work. At the same time, don't expect to do the rest of your life what you did during your PhD. Huh? Okay. So. Um, Be very curious, uh, go to seminars, what other people are doing, and uh, you will learn they have probably 
similar problems you don't even thought of. Huh? You, you were thinking it's you, only you had those problems. Huh? And actually, you learn a lot from how other people solve problems and what kind of problems they are, they are looking at. Okay. Thank you very much, Andreas, uh, for your answer. Um, thanks to our listener too. Don't forget to follow the Lille IEEE student branch on LinkedIn to know about our coming conferences and workshop. You are listening to One Degree a Year. See you next time. Bye. Hey!